<laughs> Paul Peterson, superintendent with District 77 in studio with me. Now, you sat through the uh, the conversation that I just had with Mike McLaughlin. It was yeah, very interesting. I love watching... I love watching you on that board and the screen. Oh, I wasn't talking and, about me. I was talking about Mike. Oh, and Mike. Cool oh, God. Yeah, he, he was great to, great to listen to and yeah. hear a little bit about what he does. Um, I, that's why I love this show. People are mm-hmm. like, you, you, there's real people doing much cooler things than pressing these shiny buttons in here. Well, and unfortunately, you were talking about Cade. Yes. Um, Mankato East graduate. Yes. Yes. And that's that's something that, you know, we've been mourning through that as well. And, you know, again, just thank him for his service and thoughts to his family and mm-hmm. all the folks who I know uh, there are educators still in the building there oh, that had him and 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 you know fortunately you know or I should say unfortunately but I mean stories then come out about yeah. oh yeah we remember when he was here and mm-hmm. you know just personality and just those uh, just those school experiences that um, you know people will hold on to and and hopefully find support through that. Right. And I think I'm going to take, well, since I'm judging Chili Fest on Saturday, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that time and uh, grab the green light, too, oh, and yeah. make sure to do that. Um, once again, if you uh, need, we'll give you some more information it's a great idea. towards the end of the show today. You, I have to say, uh, congratulations maybe are in order or half congratulations or is that right? Do oh. I say something like that? I'm talking about the referendum. Yeah. We had the vote. We've been talking a lot for the past few months about uh, the referendum that was coming up and I know there are people listening that voted one way or the other oh, sure. way. But thank you for voting. Yeah. Can we talk about who came out to vote first yeah, of all? Yeah, for sure. And first of all, I'll say no, we, we will accept your full congratulations. Okay. <laughs> Good. Not half, not semi. Okay. Yeah, This that was a <laughs> That was an absolute huge win for the school district, for our kids, the community. And um, that, uh, it, in some ways, it feels like that vote happened just yesterday. In other ways, it feels like things have just moved now so quickly since then. But What's it like in the Peterson house when, when you're sitting there waiting oh. for results? Are you, are you like up all night? Is there a watch party going on? Yeah, so we, we did, we did uh, have our district leaders uh, and our school board members and some community members down at the, the school board uh, okay. Uh, like the meeting room. area. Yep, the so meeting you're, room. You're all together on that night, and so we were. We got there around eight o'clock, and we had one of our reps up at Blue Earth County where the tally was coming in, and so we had a big board with all the precincts listed, and so we were watching like precinct, the first precinct of um, of uh, uh, St. John's or the St. Paul's Church down in Lower oh, North okay. Mankato, and so those numbers come in, and and then the next one, the next one, and so there were nine precincts, and and uh, it was it was uh, interesting. I mean, it was it wasn't. Uh, I mean, it was a fifty-two forty-eight percent, you know, victory. So that's why when we were talking about everybody's vote counts, oh. it's so close sometimes. Yeah. So the the margin was five hundred votes, and so you can say, gosh, that's that seems pretty strong, but when you think about how many voters, th- there were ten thousand voters um, in this election, which far surpasses any other school referendum vote ever well, in oh, our community. So I voted early, but I noticed when uh, also when you would drive by some of the churches and yeah. areas that were voting locations, parking mm-hmm. lots were full. Yeah, yeah, and and we worked with Michael Stahlberger at Blue Earth County who is an elections expert. Um, he is absolutely amazing. He indicated to our staff that the the the, the pace of the, there was about 27% turnout, which you think, oh, that sounds really low. But for an off-year election with combined polling places, mm-hmm. it was busy. 
mm-hmm. um, and which was great because we our goal as from the school district's perspective was to make sure people had information in their hands, accurate uh, stuff about what was included, how much it was going to cost, all those sorts of details. So when we got to November seventh, people who were going to vote mm-hmm. knew what they were voting for or against. And it we was could, quick. Yeah. yeah, and we could get to today and not have people in the community throwing up their hands saying, well, gosh, I didn't even know there was a vote. Or, yeah, I went to vote, but it was really confusing. Our, our job was to really be clear. And I think that from that perspective, um, we feel really good. And of course, question one coming through means that there's a whole lot uh, that's going to be on the docket for us. So walk me through this. Question one passed. Question two did not pass. So what do you think well, about that, I don't even know what specific mm-hmm. question I want to ask. Why? Or uh, people weren't feeling it was as important with number one? Or Yeah, well, you know, starting we'll with question... We'll take one but not the other, right? Yeah, so starting with question one, I mean, we're absolutely thrilled with that result. Um, mainly because the headwinds in an off-year election specific to a school bond were very, very strong. I mean, this was not going to be a slam dunk. This was not an obvious, well, of course, that, that's going to pass. I mean, there was a lot of things flying in the face of this being successful. Number one, an off-year election, it's really hard to get people's attention. Right. When the presidency or Congress or a governor's race just isn't, yes, it was in November, but people think, oh, thank goodness we don't have to worry about the political ads with the president. Mm-hmm. And so then they kind of take the year off of voting. So that's, that's difficult. It's also difficult when... Um, it's the only thing on the ballot within communities. By and large, most people don't have kids in school. Mm-hmm. And so just to get interest in why does this make sense for the business community, for the community at large, for your property value? What, what, why, is, why might this be a good idea, not just for today, but for the future of our community? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think also what made it just a, a more difficult environment for a referendum um, is that we saw that outside influence um, of political political activity outside of Mankato coming in. Right. There to, was specifically a group from, well, not from here, that came down and yep. bought a lot of advertising mm-hmm. to, um, I don't know, I, I guess maybe not give the information that I'm getting directly from you guys. Right, but. yeah. And so, I mean, that sort of advertising or that sort of campaign you know, there's a reason at the the presidential or the congressional level, we all get so sick and tired of like just the, the negative ads. Yeah. But the reason why they run them is that they tend to be effective. Hmm. I mean, the research in political science shows you that that those things work. That's unfortunate. You would figure we'd be smart enough to suss things out yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. So all of those things, when all those things come together, um, when we're able to get a 52-48 victory on question one, mm-hmm. that... We'll take it like that. And unfortunately, we have colleague public schools across the state that um, didn't see things go so well. Right. There were operating referendums or bond referendums that went down. Um, Again, same political headwinds. I think that Mankato had a chance to step up. Now, specific to question two, I think that 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 went down by 700 votes or so, which is that's pretty clear that the community is like, eh, we're not quite sure if this if we're ready to do that quite yet. To spend the money there. And that was for recreation fields. Right, yeah, and- that was for outdoor um, activities, um, you know, improving our athletic fields, uh, building new tracks, mm-hmm. bleachers, 
uh, lights and concessions and restrooms. So we'll give you this, but we're not going to go there, right? That's well, and I think said. that our, and our board, that's why they put two questions out there, because both needed, but at the same time, that question one, absolutely the top priority. Mm-hmm. And so to give people a choice, say, if, if you want to come along with both, great. Um, question one is some, and, and it's also why question two was contingent on question one. Okay. Question two was not going to go. If question one, if question didn't. one didn't go, mm-hmm. so and and so here we are. All right, so here we are post election. How soon does the district start taking moves, or have you already? Yeah, and, I mean, were you like the next day? Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> like, let's start looking at things. I, I was at a meeting with uh, Susan Arntz yesterday, and okay. we're, we're at, a, at a board meeting, and we're talking about the election and and the fact that the the because we have so many shovel ready projects. That were just contingent on if the referendum passed. Okay. Um, you had guys out there with shovels ready to yeah. go. <laughs> Susan said, "We've already seen two site uh, site plans, you know, come through their offices, pulling permits. Um, oh. be- and so we're out there. We have two bids um, out in the market right now. Um, and that again is because all of that design work was done. So we're we're hoping we'll even have more bid uh, projects out there in the next couple weeks, collecting from contractors. We're really hoping that we can." Get the attention of people who are trying to set up some of their spring work in okay. Alredniak summer. And uh, there are other projects, some of the other larger projects like the remodel at West High School. We still need some significant design time to do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're... <laughs> we, but there's smaller stuff that you can just get moving on. Yeah, and, and um, I think that some of the secure entrances and, and then also the pool at Dakota Meadows, um, we'll start um, seeing work on those as soon as uh, spring comes next, yeah, just, you know, five, six months. That's quick. <laughs> wow, I had no idea. All right. You're going to stick around? For sure. Excellent. Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent here on Talk of the Town. Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent joining me. And uh, we're just done talking about the uh, election results mm-hmm. and, and the referendum. Um, does the... Does the question two just completely go away, or what happens there? Well, it it, go, it goes def, yeah, it goes away. I mean, it's it's not it's not on the docket. It's not a project. It's I mean, that was fifteen million dollars that we won't have. Mm-hmm. Um, the need for you know good, strong facility, outdoor facilities for our kids and community that doesn't go away. But but I think that the school district will will reengage with our partners with you know we. City of Mankato, City of North Mankato, youth groups all have interest in making sure that we've got really good facilities for kids and community to play on and practice and have competitive. Uh, but as far as the school district kind of going alone and, and building those things out, yeah, that's, that is done and we'll, we'll maintain our status quo here moving forward. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just wondering if that's just ever something that's going to come up down the road at all. But yeah. You- uh, can imagine that it probably would i you know there even though it was defeated there were a lot of people who were were uh you know disappointed that that isn't moving forward and so maybe there might be some energy there that people say okay if it's not going to go through with as school projects that are funded by taxpayers maybe there's partnerships that we figure out um oh sure you know whether private or business or if I Just, had $15 million, you'd have like the Lisa K. <laughs> Stadium or something like that, right? We could make I, that happen. I work in radio. It's not going to happen, <laughs> but I'd consider it if, oh. you know, if there was a windfall of some sort. <laughs> uh, big changes going on right now for uh, the kids because they've started a new 
quarter. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You know, so so much of the the my time and focus and has just been on referendum work. Mm-hmm. That you, know, you blink your eyes a few times, and it's like nine weeks of the school year have flown by. Mm-hmm. Second quarter, um, which and second quarter is always kind of fun because there's all these little and now parents might not think it's fun, but there's all these hiccup days where you have early releases and then a Thanksgiving break and a few weeks later you've got a Christmas break and so there's it's true yeah <laughs> I have zero idea what I'm gonna do next year when my senior graduates mm-hmm. and then the, the middle school one who will be a freshman is gonna expect rides places <laughs> yeah. well and, and it's to places that because the the other kind of neat part about quarter two is so many then the winter activities start yeah so I just uh, last night was checking out the girls and my daughter's playing on the girls hockey team for east mm. and so there was the east west game that yeah. happened last night jv and varsity yeah and, big crowd and you yeah, know and the, it's it's one of those night i mean we're one big school district and we all get along great and yet when there's east a west, little rivalry <laughs> and it's kind of weird yeah and when east west plays uh that's when the colors come out and it's like all right let's do this but here's the cool thing about that and i i can only speak from the boys perspective when my boys played hockey mm-hmm. um that after that game us parents who grew up together and raised our kids together, but they were on the other side because we were in club sports, that they were watching our kids. I'm thinking of one uh, family from the West Side specifically that we're such good friends with. Mm-hmm. And we watch our boys, you know, after the game, they played against each other, hugging each other, high-fiving, fist-bumping, skating off the ice together. Yeah. It's cool. It really is. And, and so... They some... get much less concerned about it than I think the parents understand. Oh, I'm like, y'all need to calm down. I know. Like... Yeah. And sometimes we can definitely overplay the east-west, yeah. like the divide. Yeah. And it's like the, the kids have figured it out. And I mean, this is still... I mean, Mankato is a great, strong regional economic center. But as I... Like, this isn't L.A., I mean, this right. <laughs> like, get over yourself. Come on. <laughs> but and which which in positions like myself as a district uh, staff member, I get to see the uniqueness and the just the just the great parts of all aspects of yeah. the district. Um, yeah. There really is parity. And um, I think great things happening all over. Yeah, there is good things happening all over, and especially when you talk about the relationships that the teachers have with the kids. I got mm. a story for you. If you're going to stick around, I'll tell you my oh, story okay. about my daughter and the quote unquote disagreement, friendly discussion that she had with one of her teachers oh, that cracked me up. Oh, can't wait. This child, I don't know what I'm going to do here. <laughs> Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent, in with us on the 11 o'clock hour. Talk of the town, Lisa Kay on your midday right here on KTOE. Paul Peterson in District 77 Superintendent. So windy yesterday. <laughs> we, took the, we took the dog for a walk and that I mean, that, yeah. Did you have to hold on to the dog or that, like a kite? I think like the dog was looking at us like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> Why is it so windy out let's here? Let's wrap this up. I don't get it. Uh, we've got, we're talking school stuff going on in school. And since I have two kids still in the school district, mm-hmm. I'm getting close to the end. I'm seeing like there's light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. It's going to be weird. It is weird. As a, as, as to Carrie and I talk about it all the time, it's like we're. But, you know, then for my job, though, it makes it so great. Like, I was at the East Band concert this mm-hmm. past Tuesday night. I could have sat there all night because, like, that— Even when, with no skin in the game. Oh, like, when Isaac was in school, I mean, we were going to band and choir and sports. And, and then it kind of—and then when it ends— You miss it? Oh, God, yeah. But Which, thankfully, again, with my role, I get to 
you get to, I you, get to go to plays. You and, get to claim all these kids too. Yeah, they're, an, all, they're all my kids. The West, West. They did Animal Farm a couple weeks ago. Oh my gosh, that okay. That's funny because we're going to talk about that. In a oh, okay, not that play, but yeah. Yeah, so it was just great to see them, and then they did some Carol Burnett skits after that. Carol Burnett. Yeah, yeah. They, Paul Christensen, the director, he I saw him earlier that day over at Roosevelt, and he said. Peterson, when when Animal Farm is over, don't leave. I'm okay. Like, well, what do you mean? He's like, because after we're going to take a little intermission, and then we're going to do four Carol Burnett skits, sketches. Shut and up. I thought, well, how's this going to go? She's my favorite. They were hilarious. These kit, they were so good. Um, and you could like see all the characters, like Tim Conway and Harvey you know, Corman, yep, and Vicky all of that. Lawrence, and yep. all that. They were. It was so fun and quite a contrast and that's why they did because animal farm was a little deep you know that's right <laughs> speaking of deep that's what i was gonna uh, go with it oh yeah george orwell right yeah yeah my daughter texts me and she said you need to pick me up from robotics i need to go to the bookstore because i need to get some books i said okay so we're, we're at the bookstore she's like i need to read something dystopian i said well i'm thinking you know you're 14 why you've read the hunger games <laughs> like have we can you She's like, yeah, I did that already. Did that already, right? She's a reader. Um, she's like, I want 1984. I want Animal Farm. Mm. So she's like interested in these George Orwell. Yeah. I said, that's kind of dark, but okay. And here's me at home. I wanted to watch 1984, the movie, put it on, fell asleep because that's my MO. So my husband's stuck watching the <laughs> whole thing. He said, that was dark. So I said, well, that's the book your daughter wanted. And then she was telling me about uh, this discussion that she had with her English teacher about dystopian novels. And okay. the teacher and her <laughs> were going back and forth about this other title from another author, which is escaping me right now. But whether it was dystopian or utopian, and they totally disagreed on... Wow. the And I sat there just looking at her. I'm like, you had this conversation with another adult? Mm -hmm. I love it. I That just made my day. Just like, she's like, yeah, well, the teacher thought it was this because of this. And I think it's this because of this. Mm -hmm. And we just disagree. We're just going to disagree on it. <laughs> I said, well, that's okay. But I'm like, I kind of agree with the teacher. I, I did. But I understood where she was. It was a very adult discussion. Mm -hmm. I was thinking... Nice yeah. job, teacher. Oh, it's such a good example. I'm glad that you shared that because it's such a good example of what I think great teachers do. Mm -hmm. And they Engage. have the, Yeah, they have their standards and they have their content and they have the things that they need kids to know and be able to do. But like in that, mm -hmm. like your daughter's interest in dystopian right. whatever. Right. And the teacher's willingness to like engage. Yeah. Like push push a little bit. And it was a book that the teacher had suggested that she read before anyways, and she did because she mm -hmm. does take their, their advice very yeah. seriously. But, uh, you know, we agree to disagree on that one, yeah. Mom. And okay. And then your daughter walks is you know walks away. <laughs> Whether your daughter thinks about it again, like in the moment or later on, it's like that, that'll stick with her. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I remember that one time when my teacher. <laughs> yeah, that sticks with me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, And as a parent, I'm like, yeah, that's good. You've got these uh, teachers that are engaged and willing to have Oh, that personal connection. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's when when everybody thinks about their school experiences, not everybody, but oftentimes they're not thinking about a lesson, like a, right. the, the organized lesson that a biology teacher presented and you get to be 50 and say, I still remember when, you know, mm -hmm. no, they, they think about 
a, a connection yeah. or they think about a conversation or they think about something that happened in the hallway or on the sports field or in the in the performing arts center that made a diff like has lingered right and used and oftentimes it comes down to something interpersonal yeah um and then when it when it's with an adult who took interest in a kid mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just helped move that along that's that's pretty special yeah it is pretty cool so i just i love listening <laughs> to the stories that i get um she also had uh i, I said i'm gonna tell paul about this there's Something, um, I know that the Chromebooks are locked because they can't, they don't want them, you don't Mm. want the kids out on the internet exploring while they're at school. So Mm. there was something that they had for robotics that couldn't get downloaded and only one person had access to it. Uh, Did you hear this story? No, I haven't. No. So this was, uh, and they downloaded it at Prairie Winds and whoever got it put their whole robotics notebook on it and saved it. And so (laughs) now they can't get it off of there. They have to wait for somebody to download it again. Mm-hmm. So, I don't is, know. It's just funny. That is good old but, critical thinking problem solving right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to solve this problem, and now what? And now somebody else put their notebook on mm-hmm. there, and we can't get... Yeah, robotics, that's that's getting going now. They, they, yeah, there's going to be the MSU tournament, I think, is the first one that's coming up here. So we're looking forward to that. That's and Two kids in robotics. Well, and aren't the numbers across the system, middle mm-hmm. and high school? I mean, we just dozens and dozens and dozens of kids who find meaning in that, and they're able to do so many different elements of competition with robots and well, teamwork and all of that. You think about that and and the fact that I watch my oldest son who went through the entire Vex Robotics program at East and carried that right on to college yeah. and now he's designing drones for the military <laughs> and he's a senior. Mm-hmm. Like that all came from there he said. It all started right there. Yeah. So you never know. No, you don't. I mean, we're 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 kickstarting again or restarting conversations now post referendum about what what does the future of education look like here in Mankato? Mm-hmm. Future focused and making sure that our kids are future ready, whether that's college or the world of work and, and whatever. And and so that what a great example of something that someone was able to do in middle and high school. Not that they knew exactly what right. that path was going to lead to. He's not done with school yet, so we don't know. But, I mean, yeah. it's, he knows where it started. Yeah. He knows what sparked the interest mm-hmm. way back when. Yeah. And, so, you know, every kid deserves that. Yeah. So if school doesn't work for them the way we've organized it, that kind of is on us then to mm-hmm. figure out how can we reorganize a system, be flexible enough or differentiate enough so all kids yeah. get to be in their young 20s and mid 20s and say hey right there was something back in my past that led helped me get to where right. i am today and clearly it doesn't have to be all what i'm talking about here with my nerd kid but like the the greenhouse that went up the yeah. automotive departments yeah. all of those little thing welding yep and it can be career based yep. but also just as we talk about being future ready career is a part of your future but it's not all of it right you also need we need to be creating good neighbors and good voters and good good uh, family members and hopefully everyone is a taxpayer (laughs) (laughs) we'll cross our fingers on that one wow so anyway so what are you going to be working on for the next month until i see you again well um this is this is uh it can be a little bit of stressful time in our schools as the holidays come mm-hmm. um, because there's so much in like it's coming up to be Thanksgiving and then the then the you know Christmas season comes. We need to be really mindful with our kids and with our staff that with all of that comes 
pretty high degrees of stress. Yeah. Um, but it, this is also prime time uh, learning spaces um, mm. because once we get back from the holidays, you know, we need to dust off, you know, <laughs> blow off the dust a little bit yeah. after a little bit of a break. But we've got, you know, we're going to have kids that are going to be applying for colleges. We're going to have kids that are going to be taking um, assessments that demonstrate their reading and math and science proficiency. So there really isn't a, a, a lull within the academic calendar. But I do think that the next four or five weeks are going to be um, they're going to be intense and a little stressful. So we just need to make sure that we have adults that are watching our kids' mental health and, yeah. and supporting them when when they need it. Always important, yeah. all the time. Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent. Always good to have you in, my friend. We'll hey. see you next month. Thank you so much. Great to see you.